The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez this isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I didn't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. So we were talking about, before the break, how many steps it would take for us to walk from our studio to the Amazing Mill Coffee, and if uh, we wanted to get a cup of whatever, the the pumpkin pie lattes, the cold brew that I usually get, just a normal cup of coffee, how many steps would we have to take? Basically, and you would have to take, because we're pretty close to the door. Yeah. We set the line at 27 and a half, Rico set under, I set over. And I am pleased to tell you that it was 28 steps. Nick Vegas over here. <laughs> Not intentional. Not intentional. It's like but he's done it before and he I, knew. He set me yep, up. There you go. He set me up. Live and learn, Rico. No. Ridiculous. But nonetheless, uh, we're, I mean, seriously, come on down. Say hello. Say what's up. We want you guys to come in. Uh, we want to meet you guys as well. Yeah, go say uh, what's right up here. to Luke and he'll make your coffee. Yeah, Luke's awesome. Great guy. Luke's awesome. Uh, but nonetheless, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, and the Starter Heyman text line, both open for you guys uh, the entire show, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. All right, Rico. Yes. One thing I do want to get to, since we do have to take a four breaks, we yes. want to, we're going to got to make somewhat quick segments here. Take the four breaks. Uh, let's talk Minka Fitzpatrick and the Nick Chubb injury, because if you've seen the, the replay, I'm sorry, it's gross. It's right? not great. It's, it's gruesome. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen it, you kind of have an idea of how bad it was. Let me put it this way. When you have a bendy straw and you stick it straight up, right? On the table, and you take the top of the bendy straw and you bend it over, but you're still holding the bottom of it. The bottom was from Nick Chubb's knee and below. The rest was the rest of his body. Yeah, the the, the top the, part and it was the wrong direction. The top part was going forward while the knee was coming back. It was just there. It was just there. Yeah, just stood there. So with that in mind, um. Minka Fitzpatrick was asked today. He was his first time talking to the media since that whole occurrence on Sunday night or on Monday night, rather. And he he talks about how he's like, there's no ill will. There's no I'm a chippy, edgy player, of course, but I'm not a dirty player um, because there's a lot of people coming at him for for going low on Nick Chubb. Yeah, I don't understand it. Minka Fitzpatrick, defensive back for the Steelers, is alluding to the idea of like, hey, you guys go out and try to tackle Nick Chubb. When yeah. he's coming downhill at you, come try and tackle Nick Chubb because you can't just wrap your arms around him and expect him to fall forward. Mm-hmm. And so there was already a guy starting to tackle the ball carrier at this time, and Minka then comes in and 
and hits him low and obviously takes out the knee and it was forces just, the season-ending injury. It was just terrible timing because Nick Chubb was falling, for, running forward. Somebody was pulling him down, and he had just planted his outside leg. He had ju- just planted it into yeah. the ground when Mika comes in and hits him, and it just... Just unfair, just terrible timing. So remember, there's a lot, the last couple of years. There's been a lot of emphasis on how defensive guys in football, whether it's college or professional, should hit um, ball carriers and the offensive player. And this was this quote was interesting by Fitzpatrick. He said this quote: "If I tackle a guy like Nick Chubb high, he's running full speed downhill. I'm stationary. I'm going to get ran over. I know it's an offensive game, and people want to see points." But defensive players are people too. We have to protect ourselves. And when you're tackling big guys, it's easier. You take less of a brunt on your body and your head when you go low. And so that's like something that you never think about is that, right, once again, on this play, Minka Fitzpatrick got the wind knocked out of him. Mm-hmm. But once again, like, see, here we sit in, um, or here we see Nick, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick go low and a guy's season, and that's Nick Chubb, obviously. Mm-hmm. And now Fitzpatrick is getting ridiculed for obviously taking away Nick Chubb's yeah. season. I mean, how however, many times? if he hits him high, let's say Mika Fitzpatrick gets a concussion, then he's out for a couple of weeks and nobody's talking about the hit on Nick Chubb. Yeah. I, how many times have you seen that hit? How many times mm-hmm. have you seen a running back getting tackled by somebody falling forward? Somebody comes in, takes their legs out so that they stop running and there's no injury. You, you see that in just about every game, multiple times a game. Like I said, yeah. it was just terrible timing where Nick Chubb had just planted his foot. It's not a dirty play. It's not a dirty player by any stretch of the imagination because, like Nick just mentioned and like uh, Fitzpatrick has said, they're trying to take the hits to the head out of the game. They're trying to take those helmet to helmet, any type of contact up there up high out of the game. If you hit a wide yeah. receiver as soon as they catch the ball and you hit them you know, shoulders and above, that's a flag. You hit him in the knees – it's not a flag, but it could end their it could end their season. Like that's just that's just the way that these things are. Where you go high, you're either going to give somebody a major concussion, or if you're a smaller guy and it's a big running mm-hmm. back, you're not going to tackle them and you're going to get dropped. You, you Whereas also, if you take the you got to take the legs out. You also have to think about where the the play took place, right? That we're we're not talking. This was at midfield. This was not at the forty yard line. This was inside the ten yard line, mm-hmm. right? And and the Steelers were. Trying to prevent Nick Chubb from getting to the end zone. Nick Chubb's a guy that's going to be able to carry a tackler or carry two guys a few extra yards and yeah. give that extra effort. Minka Fitzpatrick just trying to you know stop that uh, potential of Nick Chubb getting to the end zone on that run. And once again, it's just it's part of it. I think unfortunately is that you can try to take all you can take the the defenseless player conversations. You can you can make amends and changes to rules and and teach defenders how to tackle properly. But at the end of the day, in a situation like that where Nick Chubb, unfortunately, is starting to fall down to the ground while dragging one defender on his right side, Minka Fitzpatrick just comes in, tries to say, hey, I'm just going to go low. Cut the tree down. I'm somewhat protect- protecting myself in this instance. Go low and in a... I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily a freak situation, but just in a once in a very seldom amount of time type of tackle where Nick Chubb's leg basically goes inverted like that. Mm-hmm. You, you see that tackle so often you see that type of contact um, that yes, it's a risk at knee injuries for the player on offense, but it also protects 
if done the way Minka Fitzpatrick must have done it, protects the defender as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, once again, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Starter Hammond Text Line. Before we go to break, talk about Husker football, um, we do have to mention what Sam Greasel did yesterday for the Basketball Champions League uh, organization that he's a part of, Telecom Baskets, is is what Sam Greasel is on. Here's what he did um, yesterday. In 24 minutes of play in his in his pro debut, 24 minutes, 28 points, 10 rebounds for Sam Greasel. When he was out there on the floor, Telecom Baskets had a plus 43 plus minus when Sam Greasel was on the floor yesterday. Atta they kid. beat um, Telecom. They beat their opponent. I think I saw 105 to 50. In the, uh, in the in the FIBA in FIBA Intercontinental Cup. Hey, Telecom, Nebraska says you're welcome. Yeah. So Sam Greasel, once again, 24 points, or excuse me, 28 minutes and 10 rebounds in 24 minutes uh, with a plus 43 plus minus while on the floor. And uh, his team, the Telecom Baskets Bon, uh, beat their opponent. Um can you find the opponent's name? I it's in a different language, and uh, I don't want to I don't want to butcher it. They beat sense. their opponent 105 to 50. I don't they, know if that league has a rookie uh, of the year, but just keep this up. How about this? So in the second and third quarters combined, Sam Greasel's team only allowed 17 total points, but scored, let's see, 20, 30, 58 points. They outscored him 58 to 17 in the second and third quarters combined. I would like to say that Sam Greasel probably played amazing defense and he never got a black shirt while he was here. Yeah. So, so. and back to the football, Thundernaut Collins brings this up. He says, this came up a long time ago, uh, or it came up a year or two ago with the emphasis on targeting. Multiplayers called this. At some point, we as fans have to understand that this, while a horrible injury, is part of the game. It's almost as if there's no... Uni- with hits, it feels like, especially targeting, there's there's always going to be one instance that's brought up or one, one hit that happens where you're like, man, by rule, yes, it's targeting, but that really doesn't feel like targeting, mm-hmm. right? I think a lot of people felt that way with Ty Robinson's hit against yeah. Minnesota, where it was like, yeah, by rule, he's launching his head and his well, head, his, his, his lower, face, his head yeah. is lowering down to the quarterback and it hits him in the chest, right? And it was like, yeah, by rule, that's targeting. Ty Robinson should get kicked out of the game, but man, that's really disappointing mm-hmm. because that somewhat just feels like a football play. So I think about it this way before we go to a break: is you know you're taught to you know hit the midsection, right? Your shoulder pad, right there, right. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do that, somebody has the ball, what are they going to do? They're going to try to cover themselves up by lowering their head, lowering their shoulder to run you over. All of a sudden, head-to-head, contact, targeting whatever, you're getting run over, you hit them, it's targeting, you get kicked out of the game, whatever happens. You go lower, you go for the Nobody, You're not getting all the way down there, right? You go Mm -hmm. for the knees, they plant, all of a sudden, you take their knee out, it's a big problem also. So there's no, there is a way to tackle but at the same time, when people are trying to protect themselves, mm-hmm. things get all misconstrued and, and, and people are in different angles and different things happen. Sometimes helmets hit. Sometimes, you know, helmets hit knees, helmets hit helmets. It's, it just happens. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an unfortunate part. That's for sure, though. But let's, uh, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll dive into Husker football. As Matt Rule spoke today one final time prior to Louisiana Tech, we'll, we'll give you the lowdown on what he had to say, as well as... We talked Husker men's basketball conference schedule yesterday. 
Husker women's conference schedule was released. Their entire 2023-2024 schedule is finalized and is ready to go. We'll give you uh, some of the details on that. Don't go anywhere. Happy hour. Huge shout out to Empire Fence and Netting for their support as well. Come on down to the mill. Say hello as we'll be here until 6 p.m. Let's take a break. 93.7 The Ticket. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.